0: Come, walk down the winding path, don't mind the spooks and monsters, they stay hidden within the trees. There are mysteries in this world that you need to know, and paranormal truths that need to be told. Come, step up into the caravan while we share tales of old, as well as new accounts about things you thought... Only existed in your nightmares. I really can't
1: and welcome back inside the Caravan, a library of lore, where we're well into our month of December holiday season. I'm your host, Vance Nesbitt. And over there, Jennifer Ann. Thank you for joining us tonight. It's Tuesday, and Jennifer and myself decided that we would crack open the vault box and dig around and uh, see if we couldn't pull up an old Acrylic Ranch episode in which we both decided, here's one, the Have You Seen a UFO episode. Uh, Ryan Sprague had graciously joined us for a period of time on the show. Of course, this was uh, all done via the chat because we did this show as a Facebook Live. And it was a lot of fun. Um, You can go to the Acrylic Ranch on the YouTube and you can just search Have You Seen a UFO? and you'll be able to watch the video there. Or, of course, just on the Caravan of Lore YouTube channel and be able to listen to it over there. But thank you for joining us tonight. We have a whole month ahead of us uh, in which Jennifer and myself will be uh, sharing some creepy stories and talking to others on the show about some unusual and creepy things that happen in the holiday season. So, thank you again for joining us inside the Caravan of Lore. And by the way, this song is actually kind of a fitting song for the creep factor. (laughs) I just had to throw that in. Thanks for stopping by.
0: Yes, your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves upon tropical shore. My main nonce mind is vicious. Oh, your lips look delicious. Well, maybe just a cigarette. No, sir.
1: In a place in the middle of the corn desert, a Midwestern shelter stands constructed of old wood. A stable out back, but not for any livestock. Or rather a collection of eerie tales compiled and saved. As we open the double doors to the compound, we select the best and weird, paranormal, and unsettling news. And it all starts right now, live from the Acrylic Ranch. And yes, we are live from the Acrylic Ranch. Unfortunately, we had other plans tonight, but... Uh, so, through making those arrangements at the office in lovely downtown St. Charles, uh, they told me they didn't have an outlet I could use. It's <laughs> like what? Nothing like waiting till the last minute. Thank you. So, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be frequenting the office anymore for any kind of meals. <laughs> Who knows? But we're live from the Acrylic Ranch. Thank you for joining me tonight. And of course, tonight's episode is Have You Seen a UFO? Or any unusual flying type of object. It, you know, UFO just is representing the unidentified flying object and perhaps many of these cases could be an IFO which would be an identified flying object you just didn't recognize what it was. So I would love for everybody to be able to chime in tonight just to give me a yay or nay and if you want to go into a little bit more detail I would be more than happy to read that and share with the world what your UFO witness encounter may have been. I personally have seen four UFOs. Um, uh, The last event that I witnessed was actually pretty close to the skies in which you see behind me here. Uh, A total, let's see, there was 12, 13, 14, 16 total of the red orb lights. Um, It was a unique experience to say the least. It was certainly a <laughs> eight of them, uh, took off across the horizon at a high rate of speed heading east while the remainder of them ascended up to the sky one right after another. The entire event lasted probably four minutes. Um, the person in which I witnessed it with, uh, happened to have called the local police department and, uh. Well, they did come out and one of the officers being a female officer, uh, she was rather disappointed in the fact that she didn't get to see the event because, uh, she is a UFO believer. However, I got to witness it and for me personally, that was a pretty remarkable experience. Uh, my first personal experience was probably the most profound of all. Uh, I'm going to shake here the camera just for a moment. There we go. Uh was probably my first profound uh, experience Uh, rather large object uh, moved silently very similar to somebody else that we will be talking about shortly uh... but i got to witness that with both my mom and dad out in our backyard and as it passed overhead a bright light came on for probably less than a full second and went off again and so be it so That was my brief experience. I certainly want to hear some of yours. Hello, Eric. (laughs) I'm glad you made it, my sexy friend, you. Eric and I had a conversation earlier today about how sexy each one of us actually are. And so far, Eric seems to have won that argument. Um, I also wanted to start things off, too, by my personal excitement, and I know most of you that are watching, or will end up watching, uh, the big announcement this week. For me personally, yes, there's a lot of political things going on in the world, but for me personally, was the announcement from Fox that the X-Files will be returning with 10 episodes for their 11th season. And they haven't determined an exact date yet, but it will be either later this year, 2017, or early 2018. In my opinion, it's just not soon enough because the way the episodes left us hanging, and I'm sure that Ryan would agree with me, uh, they really needed to finish this up, so... Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer will be joining us here uh, this evening and uh, giving opinions or comments to those stories that you may be sharing with me. Eric, have you seen uh, any UFOs? Ever? Ever? Or do you at least watch the X-Files? Come on. I need to know. I need to know these things. Uh, I know it may take a little while for most people to be able to catch up and catch their notifications that we have gone live at the Acrylic Ranch. As you may notice, uh, the Acrylic Ranch is more of a jungle than it is a ranch. (laughs) So, yeah, we've been on for five minutes already. Holy cow. Um, (laughs) Yes, Jennifer, you... Jennifer wants to chat. Hey, everybody. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? <laughs> we haven't talked in such a long time. Uh, let's see. X-Files, yes. Have not personally seen... Eric, you must leave the room now. How can you have not seen... An- we can't be friends. I'm unfriending you as of tonight. You have not seen the X-Files. <sighs> it was a cultural experience and it's an icon of the 90s you go look up 90s and x-files will show up as one of those items um, jennifer i know she's watched x-files um you know another thing i need to bring up here too i was kind of hoping i'll bring it up again once a few more people show up to the ranch here for dinner they probably all realized hey he's not at the office eric in case you missed that i Brought all the equipment over to the office to set up after making arrangements with the manager and the owner and then got there with all my equipment. And he looked at me and said, well, yeah, you can't use an outlet. <laughs> Wait a minute. That I, I made that specification quite clear that I just need one outlet. Uh, yeah. Okay, fine. So uh, I will not be frequenting the office ever again. All lies, I've seen the X-Files, just never seen a UFO. Should have clarified that. Okay, well, that's a little bit better. I greatly appreciate you clarifying yourself.
0: I am a huge uh, X-Files fan. I remember watching them when I was a kid with my dad. And so I definitely grew up on them. And then when I found out that they had brought them back, I was super excited. So my husband and I ended up watching all the old episodes and then watching the new ones. And it actually became my ringtone for a while. And uh, (laughs) so, yeah, I cannot wait for them to bring them out again.
1: Yay, X-Files. I know, I can't wait either, especially the way they uh, left us hanging on the bridge. I know that was, uh, I think Ryan Sprague was probably the most outraged person I knew at the time, going, oh, they can't do this to us, come on, they at least needed to do one more episode, or at least clarify with all the X-Files fans that, yes, we will follow through, don't worry, but they didn't, they left us hanging, and... I think that may have collapsed the entire empire of the X-Files to begin with, or at least the franchise itself, had they just left it that way. So, fortunately, they did the right thing. Um, uh, Speaking of Ryan Sprague, (laughs) dubstep files. (laughs) Okay, we have an inside joke. See, Jennifer right now is coming to us uh, live via the International Space Station, She's not where she said she is, so she's you know orbiting the Earth and uh, broadcasting from there. So every once in a while, we get a little bit of uh, the dubstep. <laughs> it's it's just it's an inside joke thing. You had to be there anyway. Going back to uh, Ryan Sprague, he started a new podcast. Um, for those of you that are not aware, you can go to Facebook and just search. Somewhere in the Skies, it's actually a follow-up podcast to the book that he wrote, Somewhere in the Skies, which I always keep on hand close by. Um, It's a continuation of the book, and so I've listened to the podcast. It has premiered. This week, and when I mean this week, I'm talking over what the last five days um, was the premiere of the podcast. And I am actually really impressed because it's very easy listening to. Um, It's a continuation of stories, UFO witness encounters. Um, Micah Hanks over at the Grayling Report was with uh, Ryan Sprague. And Ryan got to interview him Um, if you're unfamiliar with Micah Hanks I highly recommend giving him a listen to also at the Graylian Report Uh, but he's such a well-rounded speaker and his uh, thought process is very well thought out about the entire ufology uh, subject matter within itself so I highly encourage you To get over and listen to Somewhere in the Skies. You can find it on iTunes. Um, You can actually find it over on YouTube. If you're having a problem with it, you can also Google search Somewhere in the Skies. Or go to Facebook, um, Somewhere in the Skies, Ryan Sprague. And it'll tie you into everything you need to know about listening to that show. Because, like I said, you can listen to it on uh, YouTube also. But, um, yeah, listening to the past episodes that Ryan just did uh, it's a great listen to, especially when you're you know involved in your work day or you know even if you're at home on a Saturday morning and you're not into morning TV shows, you can put the podcast on and it's probably a little bit more in the genre of things that you might be interested in. so hi Ryan speaking of Ryan Sprague, he just joined us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, kudos to you, Ryan, because, uh, like I was just telling everybody, the uh, Micah Hanks episode, you know, I, I personally cannot get tired of listening to Micah speak, because he's just got that tone of voice, and he's so well-educated and so well-spoken that, um, yeah, it it just makes it a really interesting and compelling listen so thanks for uh putting this all together for us ryan i think that was really cool you hear the bells ringing but it's because you know like i said i just want to
0: give out a little uh shout out to ryan sprague to congratulate him on the release of his new podcast somewhere in the skies I had the pleasure of reading his book, and I have to say that I found it not only compelling, but it gave me a lot to contemplate on my own personal experiences. One of the things that I love so much about his podcast was the way he transitions things. And it sounds like that old TV static. And so it just has that kind of like a, I don't know, retro feeling, kind of Stranger Things feeling to it. So I, Mm -hmm. I really love that. And I think each new episode is every Monday on his website, Somewhere in the Skies, and I will definitely be there.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, Ryan, come on, man, Micah makes me look bad? No. I can see Micah making me look bad, but no, because of the interaction between the two of you, and Micah is such a... He's such a nice guy, but I know how the two of you have built that friendship with each other, and he very much respects you, and that comes across, you know, very polished, um, that he respects all his listeners, but he respects you. So, no, my friend, he does not make you look bad. Furthermore, this is your idea, wasn't his. <laughs> He's got his Graylian report to deal with. Uh, you each bring such a unique awesomeness to the table. Well, yes, that would be Jennifer saying yes. No way, Ryan. Uh, You do both bring a unique sense of conversation to the table. Again, Somewhere in the Skies. It's a great read. Um, Can't post that one enough. Ryan, I wanted your input on The X-Files Season 11, 10 episodes airing later this year. (laughs) What else is on the agenda for tonight? Well, actually... Uh, Ryan, to answer that question, uh, I'm hoping that uh, more and more people will build up on this uh, Facebook live feed that we can maybe get a few people that will confess the fact that they have seen a UFO. Uh, Last night, Bobby Reich uh, mentioned that he had seen a UFO back in 2015, so I asked him just to... You know, save it for tonight's episode. So hopefully he's getting notified and he'll jump on here and maybe share his UFO experience with us. I started off this uh, Facebook live feed with just a brief description of, you know, my witness encounters and the skies right here behind me. Um, It was rather unique and it was actually this time of year. Uh, I believe... This happened on April, wow, April 25th, go figure. Um, that would be four years ago, April 25th. Wow, I that just dawned on me right now. I, <laughs> yes, Ryan, we know, buddy, you're pumped for it. Um, it's X-Files, man, how can you not? I, I remember how you went off on a tangent to a, with uh, Shannon, over the fact that no they can't end the episode this way (laughs) okay so who posted a question i posted a question to who would love ryan's response yes
0: as for what else is being brought to the table for tonight um i'm curious uh you know we talk so much about ufos but we really don't talk about aliens and like alien species You know, outside of little green men, there are so many different types. And normally, it's the little green men that people think about when they automatically talk about UFOs. So going beyond just seeing a UFO, I would love to know everybody's thoughts on the different types or species, if you will, of aliens.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a really good question, Um, because I do know that. There has been uh, reports of the uh, reptilians and of the uh, Nordics, whether they have red hair or blonde hair. Um, What else, Ryan? Let's see. I'm going to go back to Ryan's comment here real quick regarding the X-Files, and then we'll jump into the different alien species type. Uh, Saw Sabrina stop by. Hi, Sabrina. Jump in. Have you ever seen a UFO? I think with... 10 new episodes of the X-Files has more space to explore some really interesting and modern phenomena. But I am curious how the hell they're going to tackle that season. Yeah, yeah, the season 10 cliffhanger. It'll just leave you sitting on a bridge in traffic and well, that's it, we're done. It's like, no, you're not done. Um, I would go up to Vancouver and make them finish those shows. Uh, the most common I have come across in my research are small blue-looking creatures similar to grays. That's Ryan's comment. Um, that's really interesting because, you know, going back, oh, geez, I'm going to say 20 years ago, uh the big cultural icon was the little grays. And then I noticed over time that they're kind of changing color and morphing and shape a little bit. I don't know if these are the same species or if the phenomena itself is changing. It's it's kind of interesting, actually. Um, and with the whole reptilian thing and, and the Nordics, you know, I could imagine that, you know, with... Hey, the the cosmos being as big as it is, I'm sure there's plenty of room for all types. Uh, Ryan says, and humanoids that resemble us possibly greys. I will be honest. I have never personally come across a reptilian species after having interviewed at least 200 people. Something's up with that. You know, I think something is up with that, and I don't know that I buy into it either. I know a lot of it is um, based how do we want to say in the political spectrum that the reptilians, you know, can morph into humans. Um, I'm thinking that might be a little bit more science fiction than it is actual fact, because I think there would be a lot more evidence of that. If that were the real case that reptilians were morphing into humans. So the gray species, the blue species. Yeah, I could buy into that, but, uh, who? Okay, so Eric's asking a question. My question is, who believe in the movie The Fourth Kind? Um, yeah, you know, The Fourth Kind, it, it had a give or take to it. The first time I watched it, um, I was kind of creeped out by the whole thing because I'm kind of putting myself in the character's shoes. Uh, but that is Ryan Sprague's cornerstone right there, um, is Abduction. Abduction. And the actual face-to-face encounter with these species or entities, whatever you may want to refer to them as, in their vehicle or dimensional place, all these questions are still unknown. Uh, Ryan's putting up the Amazon.com, and I know that Jennifer just put up, and it's already passed by. It's a little hard for me to read and keep blabbering on the way I do, because Whoever said I was a multitasker, I'm not. Below is a book on the history of reptilians. Why, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. Um, You know what? I'm going to write that down, and then after the show is over, I'll post that in the comments so that everybody will be able to, if you're interested in the reptilian thing, at least that's a place to start. Uh, www.amazon.com. Secret history hyphen reptilian hyphen... Wow, what is L? Pervasive hyphen presence DP backslash 1601632517. Okay, so that should take you over there if you wrote down everything I just said. Um, Ryan, fourth kind is completely fictionalized, but they do draw many aspects from abduction lore. That's a really good point, Ryan. Um, That's kind of what was bouncing around in the back of my head there. That i wanted to bring up um that yes it was not based on
0: actual account. i personally have not seen the fourth kind but i was contemplating a question in regards to aliens um masking themselves as human um you have the cases of the black-eyed kids mm-hmm. and the uh cases of the men in black so I'm curious if you think that those are forms of aliens or if they are an entirely different species of their own.
1: Yeah, no, that's a really good point, Jennifer. Um, I think for a while there it was kind of speculated that it's very possible that men in black were cloaking themselves in that type of uh, humanoid wear, the hat and the black coat, black tie, and... Just to kind of mask over the fact maybe they were an alien species, but why? Um, I can't see a scientist trying to justify itself and then cloaking itself while studying cockroaches. It just doesn't make sense to me, but that's a really good point. The black-eyed kids, that's a whole other thing. Um, I'm thinking maybe uh, that's kind of a demonic thing. But, again, I have no answers, and I know nothing, just like the rest of us. None of us really know anything unless they've transponded to a, or transported themselves to another place in the universe and nobody believes them. That's the whole argument in this entire subject matter is who can you actually believe that this is solid evidence. Um, Eric chimes in. Well, we need Art Bell on the show with you for a segment. You know what? Well, Eric, you're a little late because I had Art Bell on some episodes back. And, uh, yeah, of course, he's the godfather of this entire radio genre of this type of topic matter to begin with. So hats off to Art Bell. And, uh that crown got passed over, although Art still does his show, but the crown kind of got passed over on uh, Coast to Coast AM to George Nori, and of course, you know, the host of guest hosts that Coast to Coast AM offers. So get to Coast to Coast AM if you want to continue listening to cool stuff, too. Uh, Ryan Sprague says, David Jacobs believes the lack of emotion and regard for humans they come in contact with is most likely due to them still learning to blend in as human. That is such an amazing point. Um, because I had this conversation with an individual, it's a co-worker actually, about the fact that he's read the Bible and he continues to read the Bible, but he's not really a heavy practicing uh, person in Catholicism. He interprets the stories the way they were written in his own way. The thing is, the reason why I bring that up is because I mentioned to him, it seems that these beings have absolutely zero culture. There is no music. There is no art. There is no individual personality, and we must have something superior over them. And I, and I truly believe that. I think we have something extremely superior over them that they come to us in order to extract that superiority somehow. So that is a really good point. You know, maybe they are trying to learn. But, you know, if the technology is available for them to do what it is that they do you think the process would be a little bit faster for them to blend in. Now, I understand this is David Jacobs' personal opinion and, and his personal theory on that. Um, and that's the beauty of this whole genre of the subject matter is because we can all debate without losing our minds at each other. I love debating this fact. Um, so, I, I don't know. You know, it just seems to me that things that are demonic really have a hard time getting in until you open the door to let it in. It seems that, you know, alien abduction may have a hard time getting to us until we kind of crack the door to let them, because there is no culture, at least not evident anyway, um, not the way that George Lucas portrayed it in, you know, the Star Wars with aliens in a band, you know. And I think the first time probably everybody saw that scene, was kind of laughed at it because nobody ever thought, wow, here would be an alien that's displaying some sort of culture, some sort of artistic measure. It just doesn't exist. They seem heartless, emotionless, and they're just here to do their whatever it is that they're here to do, and then they move on. And I think we probably have something that they want, which makes us a superior being. So okay Ryan thought the idea of the trickster or I can't read that gin <laughs> comes to mind as well yes the trickster man trickster gets taken in so many different contexts here too but because um, I think in the Bigfoot community a side question okay
0: in regards to seeing or viewing a UFO-huh uh when I read in Ryan's book, it was talked about um, or the, the question was posed that do you think that there's a connection? Can there be a connection between you and the UFO mm-hmm. that's in the sky? Mm-hmm. One particular story, if it's okay that I share I Of course,
1: so, please.
0: was a man was on the phone, and his wife was outside, and this was written in Ryan's book, that as soon as he said the word UFO, Mm -hmm. It was gone. It disappeared at that second. Right. So then the question is, do they have telepathic abilities? Can they connect with you even though they're however far away? Really interested to see what everybody's opinion is on that. Because I know for my own experience, when I saw stuff as a kid, it really felt like there was, you know, that's just me.
1: Right. Um, No, I agree. Uh, Ryan, uh, the name escapes me because I'm not folded into uh, the community as well as you are. But uh, was there not a gentleman, uh, and, you know, he was criticized for maybe being a magician and whatever, but um, in Arizona, and I think he's even been to Joshua Tree, where he would have a gathering of people around him, and he could summons up a UFO and nine times out of ten, he could summons up something in the sky that moved in what seemed like a controlled manner. And I don't know. And I know the there was, I believe, a news station out there recording um, what his claims were that he could either manifested or just be able to summons them in by able to telepathically communicate with them and bring them into view and you know who knows what avenue you take that down does that go down a spiritual avenue does that actually go down and an avenue of extraterrestrials coming to visit and being summonsed? Um I don't know that's a really good question Jen um, and yes I do remember that reading that from the book um, so I don't know I think the mind has wonderful powers that we're not all able to manipulate yet to be able to do things because in the human experience we all have read or heard stories that um, you know humans have the ability to do some really amazing things so uh, who knows there are many reports of people being called somehow in the mind to view a UFO. Susan Dempster? No, Demeter. St. Clair does a lot of work into this. I apologize right now for my reading like I'm in kindergarten class. It's just really difficult for me to read this off the screen and yet keep the camera far enough back so that you're not actually looking at my eyeball. Um, yeah, there has been reports of that. I am not that familiar with it, though, Ryan. Uh, so I would, I probably will be looking into that further, too. Uh, Susan Demeter, St. Clair, does a lot of work into this. Hmm, that would be an interesting contact. Um, does she have any books or... You know what? I will Google search it and I will find that myself because I'm smart enough to do that. But thanks for that info. I'm going to jot that down and make sure I look into that because that's really interesting. Or being able to control a UFO event. A lot of high strangeness involved as well. Take the Patty Donahue case in my book, right? I remember uh, she had multiple paranormal experiences after having seen a UFO. And believe me, that whole story was ah it was kind of chilling actually and she has the uh (laughs) seymour thanks ryan for interjecting that but yes um patty donahue that was really kind of incredible Uh, Some of the experiences that she had. This is all the more reason people, you know, even if you're watching this after it's recorded um, This is our first time actually launching our live show from the Acrylic Ranch page Um, and you know, because normally I was launching it off my own personal page uh, for a little bit higher viewership. But people, this will get shared, and then people will be watching and will get filled in on this a little bit more. So, Ryan, you're actually going to be talking to a much larger crowd of people here in a little bit. Uh, Susan's website, htp, okay, backslash, double backslash, blog, oh, com. Thank you, Ryan. I greatly appreciate that. Uh, I... Of course I have the ability to go back and again I will be posting all this stuff uh, in the comments below for those people that missed it but yeah that's really interesting subject matter that uh, Jennifer brought up about the fact of you know what kind of abilities do some people have if not all of us have to be able to control these you know these particular events I know in my personal experiences, and like I said, the last experience I had was right here where I'm sitting, and it was just so unexpected. I mean, I came outside here at the ranch, and okay, thank you, Ryan, for stopping by. I greatly appreciate it so much, and we'll talk real soon. Remember, somewhere in the skies, people. Good luck, Ryan. Thank you, thank you, thank you for stopping by. I'm honored very much. Um, anyway, it was so unexpected for me. Yes, Jennifer, I think you had something to share with us.
0: You know, that's absolutely incredible. One of these times, if uh, if you're up for it, Ryan, uh, Vance and I will have to come on and uh, I'll share the several um, UFO viewings, if you will. I don't know if you want to say encounters, but the UFOs that I saw on the sky... And just my personal experience and the feelings that I had with them. And um, going a little further into the high strangeness, um, I did practice a little bit of channeling um, through my spirituality. And um, I do remember channeling a, um, I don't know, a a celestial being for somebody. Um, It was very interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, um, if you ever want, I think that that'd be maybe something awesome to come on and talk with you about.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, talk about having nerves <laughs> in your stomach. Oh my God. Be talking to Brian on his podcast. We're not worthy. Jennifer and I'll be doing the. Yeah, the Mike Myers. Oh, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. Um yeah that's thank you Jennifer for saying that because uh, Jennifer and I did have that conversation that um you know I love this subject matter uh it just goes to a place All right we will or Jennifer will um like like I was actually saying before that comment about you know are you able to control that thing I actually came out here and I noticed over the roof of the building two red lights and I'm not going to say that they were red lights because the unique thing about it was it seemed like they admitted light but would not reflect off of anything and I know that doesn't make any sense to probably a lot of you unless you've seen these red orbs yourself. It's like you could hold your hand up to it but it wouldn't reflect the red off of your hand but yet it was an illuminescent red orb and to see four of them jettison. I don't know, you know, and it was just so unexpected to have that happen. Was that something that somebody else manifested and have happened? I, I don't know, but I, I'm very privileged to have witnessed that, but okay, Jennifer, so you have uh, your work cut out. So you're going to have to uh, contact Ryan and uh, tell him more about that. Um, anybody else? And I understand that we're, we need to maybe change this up a little bit and having some people going, I can't find the Acrylic Ranch. Well, they might not be in the Acrylic Ranch Facebook page, or the right one anyway, to have been notified. Even though the invitations went out, that's okay. It's not a big deal. This is our actual uh, first outdoor Acrylic Ranch. I think this is our first outdoor. I'm pretty sure. And it's... Not at the restaurant of choice. But I won't bring that up anymore for all of you that are questioning that. It's like, wait a minute. I thought there was going to be a lot of noise and fire and people and questions. And and I had stuff to give away, too. Hi, Donnelly. I'm, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're feeling better. I appreciate you showing up. We're actually having a conversation about UFOs. And, you know, there's one thing I want to clarify with everybody. Um, you know, I had a conversation with a couple of people over the last couple of weeks. And it's like, okay, well, what is Into the Fray Radio all about? What is the Acrylic Ranch all about? Um, well, we cover all sorts of unique subject matter, such as, you know, uh, paranormal events, hauntings, UFOs, and uh, UFOs, and the first interpretation is an alien. No, it's not. A UFO means an unidentified flying object. It could be man-made. You just cannot put your finger on exactly what it is that you're seeing. So it just gets categorized as a UFO. And so many people immediately jump to the conclusion that, oh, must be a little green man with big eyes, and you're crazy. I'm like, okay, well, apparently you're not familiar with the subject matter. So let's do a giveaway. Well, what are we giving away, Jen? Uh, we have more of the uh, the little one-eyed, I forget what they're called, little one-eyed bat-winged monsters. We do have some of those. I actually have them over on the other side of the ranch here. I, I could go get one, but I don't know if we dare leave dead space. Donna Lee! I'm glad you're doing better. I know I said that, but it kind of makes my day that you showed up. This is, this is awesome because uh, it seems like over the last few days there's been a lot of trials and tribulations with a lot of us. And hopefully we're all breaking through that ceiling right now. And then the next long period of our lives are going to be really nice and calm and stress-free. So I am so happy that you're here and that things went well for you. I won't get personal because that's not the place that we'll do this, but I'm really happy to see that you're joining us tonight. I greatly appreciate that. Uh, Jennifer, you have anything to add on the uh, Somewhere in the Skies podcast? Oh, maybe you do because <laughs> you were busy. You
0: know, that's absolutely incredible. One of these times, if uh, if you're up for it, Ryan, uh, Vance, and I will have to come on and uh, I'll yeah. Well, share... you already
1: told me that, Jennifer. <laughs> I will
0: interject a fun fact here. Okay, good. There are also USOs. Yes. Identified submerged, submerged objects. objects. Yes. That is also a fun one to look at.
1: Yes. Thank you for bringing that up, Jennifer, because I did say ISO, which is identified or IFO identified flying object, UFO, unidentified flying object, and the USO. Thanks, Jennifer. Um, Because it's almost probably 50-50 as far as sightings go that so many of these things are seen um, exiting and entering the water and are actually seen underwater illuminating. So, again, who knows what the mystery is? Is this even a a cosmonaut? Um, Is this a cosmic subject matter or are they actually here and have been here all along and they're look we've only discovered less than five percent of our oceans on this planet and we can't even reach some of the depths to explore and the amount of creatures that are left for exploration in the oceans is it's absolutely phenomenal, but here we are traveling further out in space, and we don't even know enough about our own planet yet. So it's quite possible that um, it's quite possible that they're here. I don't know. Um, yes, Donnelly. We are here at the ranch. We were supposed to be at the office. Restaurant, And, of course, I brought all my equipment over there after making arrangements with them and shaking hands and said, sure, we'd be happy to have you and we'll set you up and put you over here and we'll power supply you and it's all good. And, of course, I bring all my equipment over there tonight and they're like, oh, well, yeah, you can't use an outlet. Um, we already have these arrangements made. Yeah, Well, sorry. I'm like, thank you. I have 30 minutes to now find something else to do. So I scrambled and got back here to the Acrylic Ranch and had to set up and do our Facebook live feed. So I was left rather frazzled, asked Jennifer, she will tell you. And I said, you know what, I will not do business with this restaurant ever again. And I'm not going to encourage anybody else not to because that's not my thing. But I know me personally, um, it was a rather rude treatment to uh, make an agreement with somebody and then renege on your agreement when it came down to brass tacks. So who knows? We'll see how karma works. Well, we'll see. I'm not going to sit here on my soapbox because I have to go put it away. But anyway, uh, you know, we will... We will repost this entire episode in the Acrylic Ranch Facebook page. I will be posting it on my personal page. If anybody wants to share it once this is posted, feel free and share because we really want to spread the word about what the Acrylic Ranch is doing here. Um, Jennifer, Ann, and myself are putting in a lot of work, putting productions together. So we would really, you know... (laughs) kind of look forward to spreading the word of
0: our our oceans and uh, how much we have left to explore and the usos um in that there's a link that i provided in the chat and it gives you top 10 different types of alien species on earth on type 8 it's the syrians aliens and the description reads the syrians are those types of aliens that in spite of having a humanoid structure Prefer to live around in the water. These aquatic aliens are mostly found in oceans and lakes where there is huge depth. They are known to have come from Sirius B. Bee- that's
1: that's cool. Wow. See, this is what I love about doing this because just like Jennifer just illustrated and Ryan just illustrated. I could bring something up, and then all of a sudden there's just this wealth of knowledge from all of you people that know one thing or a handful of things, and then you throw it all on the table, and before you know it, there's this huge wealth of information that i'm unfamiliar with and that maybe some other watchingers and listeners are unfamiliar with so it's kind of like trading cards you know i trade some info with you you give me some of this info and it's it's really kind of cool and guess what we all become smarter at the end of the day because of it so thank you jennifer and thanks ryan It's, it's awesome because now i've got some stuff to do after we're off at the ranch here uh I can do some research. Um, If I didn't mention it yet, which I know I didn't mention it yet, so I don't know why I would have formed it in a question like that if I didn't mention it, because I know I didn't. Um, Outside of the X-Files, coming back with Season 10, um, Into the Fray Radio airs new episodes every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, your host, Shannon Lagro And if you have any unusual stories, paranormal or otherwise, um, really contact Shannon Lagro You can contact her at her email, which is, get a pen, Shannon at IntoTheFreyRadio.com. You know, it's- pretty easily done share your story it goes without uh, any prejudice or mockery whatsoever because the end of the Freight radio group is the most wonderful group of people i have ever had the pleasure to be part of and because there is no judgment here whatsoever and it's a safe place to share your story and we all get to learn and a lot of people uh, will listen to your story and they may just you know, cuddle you up in their arms and say, you know what, I have some information for you that may answer your questions about what happened to you. So, Into the Fray Radio, you can uh, catch it on your favorite podcatcher, which might be Stitcher or iTunes or iHeartRadio, or you can go to IntoTheFrayRadio.com. You can go depending on how your screen is set up. But there is a menu bar at the top of the screen. You can click on that, and you'll find episodes and the option to become an insider, which I highly recommend because Shannon has posted some really cool stuff for the insiders over the last two days. and It's kind of fun, actually. It's a lot more than fun. It's not only educational, but it's kind of in private, you know. It's a really cool thing. So, Into the fray Radio. There's new episodes every Thursday. It's 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. out in New York. Um, Anything else that I can think of? Jennifer, do you have anything else you'd like to add to any of this? I I don't know. Uh, We're running at about 46 minutes so far. Come on. Anyone? Anyone? Frank? Ooh
0: my
1: kind of town chicago yeah chicago right (laughs) that was so rude (laughs) let's not get too uh politically involved here with the gunshots in chicago it has calmed down unfortunately it all happens like within one square block in Chicago, but it just gives it a bad name. Yes, Jennifer.
0: We're wrapping this up. I just want to thank everybody for stopping by, especially uh-huh. Ryan Sprague. Thank you so much, and congratulations again on your podcast. Somewhere um, in the sky. Again, I want to thank everybody. Your feedback and your opinions and your questions is always a joy to read, and we absolutely love interacting with you on each of these live episodes.
1: Yes, very much. Thank you, Jennifer. Those. See, this is why Jennifer does this, because if it were just me, it would be a complete failure. But thank you, Jennifer. You add so much, and being that she's coming to us via satellite, it just makes it even more fun and special. Um, You know what? Next Tuesday, Jennifer and I are working on a project, um, and I think you're going to find this. (laughs) I'm laughing because there's a moth climbing around on my, it's an alien, Climbing around on my clock over here. It's kind of distracting. And i got the cat climbing on my feet. Because the cat's like, I'm pregnant and I want food. Um, Anyway, Jennifer and I are working on this really, really cool project. uh, That's going to air next Tuesday. So you can look forward to that at the Acrylic Ranch. And then the following Tuesday after that, who knows where the live event will be taking place. But I will certainly do plenty of promotions of it so again i really appreciate everybody stopping by to the acrylic ranch as always (laughs) we've only been in here for uh less than 50 minutes but yes it's over all right until next time people thank you again
0: greatly appreciate it leave your comments in the section below and we'll talk real soon